For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the morning show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. Good morning, 808. Coming up on the uh, program, we'll look at some movies that are headed to the theaters this weekend. Emily from Celebration Cinema will drop in. Christine from Willard Public Library will tell us what's happening there as we get ready to segue into the school year. I've had some great programs, uh, both online and at the library over the summer, and uh, now it's time to change. There's proposed legislation in committee in the state Senate that would change the way we do mental health here, mental health care in Michigan. And uh, I thought maybe we'd try to learn a little bit more about that as that's being discussed in Lansing. Jeannie Goodrich is the CEO of Summit Point here in Calhoun County, and she's with us right now. Good morning, Jeannie. It's nice to see you. Good morning, Tim. Summit Point, uh, just tell us, you know, people have heard of Summit Point, but I don't know if people really realize how mental health care works here in Calhoun County in Michigan. So just tell us a little bit about what Summit Point is and, and how we do this stuff. All right. Well, let's start with Summit Point is the community mental health for Calhoun County. Um, so we have the responsibility to um, administer uh, programs for the Medicaid population for a person who has a serious mental illness, for intellectual developmental disabilities, and we also offer substance use disorder. So we are one of 46 CMHs across the state of Michigan. So there are several of us um, around the state of Michigan. Community mental health is um, we we try to try to take care of the specialty services population. So we are taking care of those with a chronic illness and those that need uh, our assistance. They have uh, difficulty functioning within their with their diagnosis. So we help support them um, with uh, helping get employment, housing, uh, to their medical appointments, and pretty much coordinating um, a lot of their care. So, you know, you have to think about us uh, more like a social support system for people who have a chronic illness. And would autism fall under that? I, I thought I saw something about an autism program on your website. That's correct. Autism does. Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of different things, but you mentioned the M word, Medicaid. Yes. Um, so, so does that mean that what the county does and what Summit Point does is really separate from what uh, people with private health insurance would uh, do if they needed mental health treatment? It's like two different worlds or two different things, or. Um, in some regard, it does uh, it, it does operate like that. So uh, Medicaid allows for a lot of different um, um, eligible services that somebody with a commercial insurance doesn't have, right? So Medicaid is like a safety net program, and that somebody who isn't working, who had does not have the financial means, has the medic has Medicaid. So somebody with commercial insurance may not need the services that we typically offer for the community based programming. 
Now, Summit Point does offer outpatient services, which is your traditional talk therapy, your medication management. So uh, just to date myself, so the Bob Newhart show, right? So <laughs> what you remember from Bob Newhart, right? So that's the traditional outpatient services. Um, and we do offer those, and, and we do take commercial insurance for that as well. So if we're talking about Medicaid, we're talking about people who, as you've stated, you know, maybe not do not have the wherewithal, the financial support to be able to afford mental health care. So I'm going to say then underneath that is where a lot of these issues that we hear about in the news fall, you know, uh, either people who are homeless, uh, people who get into domestic disputes, uh, people who uh, just, uh, you know, cause a major disturbance downtown and the police have to deal with that so am i right an awful lot of the mental illness that we find in our community are going to people be people who can't afford to get treatment well yes so community mental health typically that is our catchment right so summit point specifically um when i became ceo in 2015 um, we made a very purposeful effort to reach out into our community, which um, had not been probably what had been experienced previously. And so we made some purposeful um, collaborations with law enforcement. So our CIT program, which um, is a 40-hour uh, training for law enforcement that allows a police officer, who I consider a first responder in many of these mental health incidents, um, to have a different tool in their toolbox to look at mental health differently. And, you know, this is a program I'm sure Chief has talked to you about in the past. Um, it is well regarded across the state of Michigan. Our CIT program is we're uh, nearing 1,500 contacts. And in those contacts over the last couple of years, only 11 people have went to jail. So that tells me that by by introducing a new tool in there in the police officers, uh, law enforcement's toolbox, it does allow people to get treatment and not end up in the jail system. And it's uh, kind of jumping ahead to what this proposed legislation is looking for is uh, results and accountability. And it looks like that uh, you can show that in, in some of these instances. Yeah, you know, I think we've been very fortunate in Calhoun County. So, you know, we have that collaboration. We have the collaboration with our local emergency departments um, with regard to starting the First Step program, which is Calhoun County's first urgent care center. And we've served um, about just over a thousand people since the end of March um, in that program. And, you know, that that system, that um, new urgent care center has been open. We've been screening patients. And I've been interested to watch the demographics coming in um, on a local level. We have seen about about just over 200 of those patients have commercial insurance. So these are people who are asking us to help them navigate to their first appointment for mental health services. Where did they go before? They went to the emergency department. I think we all recognize that no one uh, having a behavioral health crisis should be in an emergency department. We're able at first step to um, look at the social systems and uh, around them and look at their natural supports and get them to their first appointment. So, I mean, we're pretty proud of that program also. But the legislation and the the pieces that are out there kind of negate some of this community response that, that CMHs are allowed to do. And, you know, I'm talking about our CIT program. I'm talking about our First Step program. But there are instances of this all throughout the state of Michigan. And, you know, my concern with the legislation that's being brought forward 
um, is that it would negate those types of opportunities locally in our community. One of the things that uh, those behind the legislation, which include uh, Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky and our own state senator, Dr. John Bison, uh, they want to have a more level treatment from county to county throughout the state. We've got 83 counties here in the state, and you know some offer very few services, some offer a lot. Uh, where would you put Calhoun County in, in the hierarchy among those 83 counties, you know, top half, middle half, bottom half, in, in terms of services offered? Well, we offer the same amount of services, the same type of services that every other county does. You know, it's the difference between rural and urban. You know, I I can't offer at the same um, rate that perhaps somebody in Wayne County does. Or if I look at North Country, where it is rural and the UP, they would have difficulty. So I I understand um, the difficulty in accessing services across the state of Michigan in the same frequency. Um, I do think that, you know, that Dr. Bison and I've had this conversation. It is hard to standardize that across um, very rural communities like Van Buren, like North Country, right? Or uh, in the um, more urban setting, Wayne County, Kent County, Calhoun County, Kalamazoo. We all have the same basis, the same provider manual. We just may offer services in a different frequency or a different duration. Do you ever see instances where patients will gravitate toward Calhoun County or leave Calhoun County to seek mental health treatment in another area that they perceive will serve them better? I mean, I think that's always possible, right? So um, a lot of it has to do with um, the different other social support services that may be around the county. So this in Calhoun County, we have the opportunity to have a large VA system. And so we see a lot more people coming to Calhoun County because of that system. And we mm-hmm. offer services, you know, just like the VA does um, to those veterans. So, I, I mean, I think it's uh, just a little bit of a local flavor. And I do think that when you look at services on a standard statewide level, you miss that local flavor. Every local county has a different piece that they're going to implement. We may have the same provider network. We may have the same provider services. We may have to offer those the same based on our um, funding from the state of Michigan, but we all do it with a different spin or a different local flavor, if you will. One of the things that uh, Senate Majority Leader Shirky has stated is that uh, the bills they're talking about would provide a comprehensive Medicaid health care benefit package that includes a full integration of physical and behavioral services. Uh, I want to ask you when we come back uh, what you think about that and and is there a benefit to that, or do we have that now? Jeannie Goodrich is the CEO of Summit Point here in Battle Creek. Jeannie Goodrich is the CEO of Summit Point. That's the organization here in Calhoun County that oversees mental health services, especially uh, you know for, for those who can't really afford it through private health plans. We're talking Medicaid here, and there's a... Bill in the, a couple of bills actually in the state Senate right now in committee, but we'll go to the Senate floor for a vote probably soon. Senate bills 597 and 598. And one of the concerns expressed by those behind the legislation, including Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky and State Senator Dr. John Bison, 
are that we don't have a full integration of physical and behavioral services. Uh, I mean, I guess what they're saying is, is the medical stuff separate from the mental health stuff. And can you talk a little bit to that point? Sure. So let me, let's just talk about what we have now. So um, the first step program is probably my best illustration of us being able to have care coordinators who after the first visit will coordinate care with physical health. So we, um, so we take a patient and help them with their physical health needs along with their mental health needs and try to integrate care that way. To me, that's integration. To me, that is on the ground, boots on the ground every day, integrating services for a patient between physical and mental health. And that's to me, integration. I think the bills that are being proposed suggest that integration has to ha- happen at a financial level. So we have to have a financial integration with a Medicaid health plan in order for us to integrate. I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the way that to integrate is boots on the ground. Um, the financial integration that's being suggested, I don't think, um, offers a one-stop shop. It doesn't offer uh, anything different than what we're doing. It's just... We will all have the same payer. I've also heard that uh, we are measuring our success in mental health care by number of programs, number of patients served, number of services provided. And there is a criticism that we are not uh, judging it by the outcome or the overall effectiveness. What would you say to that? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's a little different in physical health. I go in, I might have high blood pressure. I can take my blood pressure. I can take a medication. I can go in. I can have my blood pressure taken again. I have a before, before taking medication, blood pressure, and I have an after, after taking medication, blood pressure. That's easy, right? Physical health is a little easier to measure. Mental health is a little bit more difficult. You have to look at level of functioning. I think the mental health field, I've been doing this for 27 years, um, even though I've been the CEO since 2015, I've been at Summit Point for about 27 years. I do think the level of functioning scales that we're using now do help us look at outcomes differently, and I think that's been improved in the last few years. So, I mean, I think we're getting there just as a mental health uh, treatment on a whole, not just in Calhoun County. Hmm. So I guess what the second bill, 598, is proposing is sort of a board and an ombudsman to kind of judge whether or not that is, that we are doing the job. Um, Will they have the tools and expertise necessary to be able to judge the outcome? Or again, is that going to be kind of a thing you can't really put your finger on? Well, it, it does take um, some of our existing ombudsmen, so the recipient rights system, and put that into that into that portion. Um, I think the bills are tied together for a reason. The Senate Bill um, five ninety eight that Bison, that Senator Bison is putting forward does amend the mental health code, so he has to amend the mental health code to allow privatization of the public mental health system. So the the bills are tied together because without that bill going through Senator Shirky's bill to um, allow a um, specialty integrated plan, which allows then for a um, Michigan uh, insurance company to um, bid on this on the 
public mental health system, the privatization, um, you have to have them work together. So you have to have the mental health code open up the opportunity to have the private health plan and then the private health plan with the rules and regulations of an insurance company to pull forward and then be able to be operating in the state of Michigan. Um, this bill, uh, Senator Shirky's bill, does not allow a public mental health system because of the insurance company requirements to um, be able to be that that specialty integrated plan. I'm guessing that we get a lot of federal dollars for mental health uh, sent to Michigan. Uh, would this legislation, in your opinion, jeopardize the amount of federal dollars that we get? Well, it's always a delicate piece at the at the state level. You have to match the state government has to match a certain percentage of money from their budget to pull down the federal dollars for Medicaid. And so that has to remain in place for the for the monies to be able to be pulled down. You know, one of the things I just wanted to make sure that I mention is as a CMH system, our my overhead is about seven to eight percent. Um, I'm looking at Medicaid health plans in my last, um, in the last piece I got from the association. I'm looking at Medicaid health plans that have a 21 to 22 percent overhead. So I, I'm not seeing a budget. So we're just talking about the budget, right? I'm not seeing a budget that, that is going to be larger in the future. So obviously those Medicaid health plans as they pull in and they are allowed to have our, have this business, um, will increase our overhead. Without an increase in budget, that'll be taken from services, and that's the biggest concern. You have less services available to the public. You have less of a safety net available, and it puts at risk those programs that we talked about at the beginning, the CIT program, the First Step program. It, those collaborations, I, I am not sure where they would go in the future. Some critics of these Senate bills are saying that this is a money grab for private insurance companies. Uh, any comment there? Well, I think the overhead that I just talked about probably speaks to that. I mean, that those percentages speak loud to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in your opinion, this is going to set us back, not improve the way that we're serving the community, or is it just going to be a different way that we do it? Well, Chief and I have had a lot of conversations about that. We were at a recent NAMI event, and um, uh, and we were talking, you know, with the association and with the NAMI president, and having conversations about what does this mean at a local level. And we do think it would, it may set us back. It will, you know, if nothing else, deter us for a few years while we figure out how to financially work the system to make sure that we are providing services. Um, it would put us back, a, a, you know, some in those regard. And that is what Chief and I have had conversations about. And that's what we're worried about is being put back into a, a few years ago and kind of losing the momentum that we have going right now. Well, we'll certainly talk more about this, Jeannie, as, uh, as it unfolds in the state legislature, uh, what it would mean. And uh, I appreciate your time this morning. Uh, kind of makes sense of it it's a it's not the kind of issue that the average michigan citizen is going to be able to sink their teeth into and really understand i'm still pretty confused about it yeah it's a confusing complex um, issue and i'd love to come back and have more conversations all right and we will talk with state senator dr john bison a week from friday about that as well without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.